I know, I've known forever that I was not a good hitter. I hate, I hate hitting. I don't even like it. I don't even enjoy it. Welcome back to the Compound Podcast presented by Parse Rum. That's right, presented by Parse Rum, the best rum in the world that plants trees and tastes great. I actually had a buddy text me over the weekend and said he ran into somebody at the bar, which I can't condone going out in public, but he said that they had heard of Parse Rum and they listened to our podcast. I don't know his name, but just thought it was cool. That Love that. Hope you had a mask on. I bet they did. Sorry, Ian. Sorry to interject. Just thought that was a neat little nugget for you. It's okay. I actually, um, I was asked via the um, social media sphere if I would sign a bottle of Parse rum. Mm. And I thought that that was one of the, one of the coolest things because the person said to me, they asked if I, they said they bought a bottle of Parse for me to sign. They would want me to sign it and they had to go all over because every Binnie's was sold out. For a good reason, too. I have heard that a lot that I don't know if it's just like in limited stock or what, but I've heard it's sold out everywhere. People just can't get enough of it. You know what the nice thing about that is, Dakota? Every time they buy a bottle, it plants a tree. There's probably a whole forest planted. Not what I was going to say. I was (laughs) going to say that if you just go to ParseRum.com, you could just buy it straight from Parse, and it'll ship to you straight from Columbia. I like that. I'm, I'm in on that straight from Columbia too. I, act, I actually don't think it would strip straight from Columbia. I think it would strip from the closest distributor to you, but I like the idea that it would come straight from Columbia. I'm in my head. It's coming directly from Columbia. Yes. Right from Medellin. All right. And then as soon as my bottle's empty, there is a, tr- there is seeds going into the ground. I don't know. Let's pick uh, over in Israel to build a tree. Let's pick in a country. It's- I think they're building trees or I think they're planting trees in Colombia, but I like that you Well, it could be anywhere. We somewhere need else. trees all over. Everywhere needs a tree. Great point. Speaking speaking of charity and doing good things like Parse is planting trees, the compound sold out of prints in forty eight hours. Record time. Record time. Thank you to everybody that participated. We would like to announce our charitable organization we asked the fans we scoured for the best recommendation dakota lied to everyone and said we were going to do it last week that it wasn't even a lie it was a fib and because i thought we were going to but i was misled by leadership within the company that's the thing though Take it all on. comes back to the top like i don't know I, hey it all yeah. comes back to the top shit if runs downhill they're letting you know Shit runs downhill. I like that. So we we talked about it. We discussed, and we've come to the conclusion that the money is going to go to the food depository, the Chicago Food Bank. Um, people in need of meals right now, especially around the holidays. So we feel really good about about that organization. I'd love to get a number on how many meals we provide, just out of curiosity. I. It does not work like that. No, it does. It does work like that because I've worked with them with uh, Connect because we do um, the food depository for for the coffee. And I want to say, I don't want to misquote it. This is a rough estimate. I think every dollar does three meals. 
Oh my gosh. Holy shit. Providing I can't do that high math. So wait, that would be like thirty thousand meals. I don't know if that's true though. You know what? I'm gonna put our research team on it. Um our research team is very good. They're usually pretty quick. It says a hundred dollars will provide three hundred meals. So and that three, is yeah, yeah, three to one. You are correct. Three to one. Our research team has found out through extensive research that yes, it is three meals to every dollar. So we're we're hoping to provide something like thirty thousand meals. That sounds that's pretty cool. Is that good? That's sick. Hey. Especially at this hats time. Hats off hats off to the compound. No, hats off to our fans that bought hats the Hats off to the fans of the compound. Hats off to the fans of the compound. We were simply messengers. Yeah, that's a great point. We we promoted, as in Ian promoted. No, we did too, Zach. It's one big family here, okay? If we get the blame, we also get the credit. I'd like to give a shout out to Pat Vale, who is the artist that did the entire project. Um, he's a superstar and just thankful that he was willing to do this from the get-go and We've raised a ton of money, so. I think I would be still on the first painting. And I'll tell you what, you'd have stick figures for players, Zach. Yep. Every one of those blades of grass is by hand. I've, like, zoomed in on those pictures of it, and I'm like, this would take me – he did, what, hundreds of them? He did three originals. Still, that would take me – But they were huge. They were huge. And And it took him two weeks – Per original. And it was like nine to five for two weeks. There's no way I could even come. I'll tell you what. The amount of hand cramps that are going on. Oh. oh. Carpal tunnel. What are you doing first, Dakota? That or running a marathon? Oh, I could run a marathon right now. I'm in the best shape of my life. No chance. Mm-hmm. Dakota, let's talk about your off season. You're in the best shape of your life. What's uh, contributing to that? Uh, you know, it's just a strict regiment of working out every day. At, I actually, so I used to work out at 7 a.m., weird brag, but I found out there's actually a different time slot at our gym for college slash pro guys. It's at 9, so I get to sleep in an extra two hours. Life-changing difference. Because I used to get up, when I was getting up at 7, I couldn't watch like Sunday night football or Monday night football. I was in bed by 9.30. As Zach, like I would literally be like, I'm in bed. Like it's 9.45. Are you still a uh, midday nap guy? No, I stopped that after like the first week. I hate naps. I feel like I waste so much daylight by taking it. Not that I do anything with the rest of my time, but I feel like I'm wasting daylight if I take a nap. There's only so much daylight to go around in the north. That's, that's right. Dakota just says every day, no matter what time he starts working out, we get a text. Hey, guess what show I'm starting today? Because no, not oh, every stop. time. Stop. No, because I don't start a new show every single day. Basically, I watched. Oh, I did watch Harry Potter last week. I watched. So there's you said, eight. You said you were rewatching New Girl. You said you were rewatching The Office. But I rewatched Harry Potter last week. I watched two a day, and it took me four days to watch the whole series. That yeah, sounds like about, a wonderful. About three hours. Sounds like a movie. wonderful week. It was. Hey, I loved it. I loved every second of it, and I might do it again this week. I don't know. Can't get sick of them. Zach, would you like to update us on your off season? Yeah, we are supposed to get a foot of snow on Wednesday. Ooh, we snow. It snowed here today. Yeah, it snowed today. It didn't really stick. Um, Wednesday is going to be Wednesday is going to be scary. I, you know, but it's the first snow. I'm, I'm, Ian, how's the weather in Texas? Is it, is it snowing there? Is it pretty chilly? It was 52 today. A little brisk. Oh, a little brisk here. Wow, I'm sorry to hear that. You must have wore your vest when you were golfing. 
no, I couldn't go to the golf course today because it was Monday. So, you know, hoping to get out there. Maybe I can't go out there tomorrow because I got um got the trainers coming in. You know, we got the trainers coming in. We're doing phase. I'm changing phases. I'm going from phase one to phase two of my workout. So the trainers are coming in. We're putting it in place. Going to hurt my golf game, but Wednesday, I think I'll be back. What's the difference between one and two? Sorry, Zach. We'll get back to your schedule. Like, I'm curious. I, got no, I don't have much. Yeah, you do. Well, yeah, I have a question for you, Zach, after this. Go ahead, Ian. Sorry. Sorry. For me, phase one is more of getting into moving and building the base uh, for then transitioning to what would be a more strength-based oh, phase. So so you're about to just be throwing weights. Those 45-pound uh, plates are screaming right now because they know you're coming for them. Yeah. That's, Load that's them up. It. I think Dakota phase two is when he starts to look like us. Yeah. Phase two is when he catches up with you and me, like phase one, like he gave us a head start and now it's like, all right, I'm coming. Are you eager to start swinging? I actually got eager this week. Yeah. I got eager this week. Um, and got excited about taking swings. I've been watching. I don't know if I should say this or not. It's a little bit strange, but I've started to watch. Highlight videos. Started to watch. Started to do the taster reel to see okay, so. some of the. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, so just, there's no. There's no shame in that. There. I'd say once every two weeks, I'll look back at my video, and I only watch good outings. I don't watch bad ones. Why would I? Why would I want to do that? Can't. Like Ian, I'm guessing you're not watching a game. You went 0 for four with four punchies. No, I'm watching literally home run highlight reel. Like. Bang, bang, bang. And I'm, you know, the closer I get, the more of that I'm watching and just ingraining it into my brain. Love that. Where are you, uh, where are you going to be hitting since you can't go to Texas? UT. The oh. gym that I'm working out at has cages. And then uh, when I'm in Chicago, I'll be at Wrigley, obviously. Right. But right. Zach, back to you and your off season. How much do you love just mining, molding the minds of the youth? with lessons. Oh, are you doing lessons? I haven't given many. Um, but it's my favorite is kind of the older kids who have the good questions who are actually willing to do it opposed to, I mean, listen, there's no, nothing bad about a parent wanting their son or daughter to get better. But when the player that I'm working with genuinely cares and asks questions and, you know, wants to learn. It makes it that much more enjoyable. It's not really a grind to get through, um, but it's nice. You know, I hit with my brothers. I have another one of my friends who we hit with. So it's kind of an ongoing conversation, which is really nice. Zach, do you struggle with relaying teaching information to kids? Um, yes and no. I have little cues that kind of go like that are simple, but like simple but sophisticated as in like staying through the middle where it's like, hey, look at the batter's box that we're standing on. Stay on these lines like a railroad track for as long as you can. You know, like staying middle that way where it's it, it's a really high-level way of thinking, but it's literally thinking that you're a train on a railroad track. I would – I have always struggled with whether it was college or like doing clinics and like having yeah. – because I find it so difficult to relay information to kids where it's just like pick a point. Like this is this is what I do if I ever talk to kids. I'm like pick a point on the net 
and just try to hit the ball at that. And like your body will figure out how to get it there. The we at one, the one cage that we do, we have two hula hoops that are hanging down in like the top middle to back por- portion of the cage where it's like a high or not a high, like a, a line drive that's still going up. And that's also tough to get through to those kids because you know, I mean they're taught. I mean everybody's taught when you're you know younger, like is it low? Yeah, like low back end of the cage where it's like you kind of have to get through to these kids that when you say hey hit the ball in the air, it's not popping the ball straight up, you know, a line drive over the, the infielder's heads is still in the air. Yeah. Hit it in the air. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. going to be me as a dad. Hit it in the air. Stop hitting ground balls. God right. damn it. Hit Matt, in the air. Do, you think, do you think in an off-season worth of lessons with you, you could turn me into a big league ready hitter? I could get your thoughts there, definitely. I can could get me to hit the ball over the fence. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I've seen you swing. It's there. Is it? Is it, bro? <laughs> I don't know. Every time, I have never, I have never once had any misconceptions about myself as a hitter. I know, I've known forever that I was not a good hitter. I hate, I hate hitting. I don't even like it. I don't even enjoy it. I liked playing the field. I loved catching and I love pitching, but I hate hitting. It's way too frustrating because it's, the helmet squeezes the head too much. They didn't have helmets that fit me. I struck out a lot. I'd get hit by a pitch. It hurt. I don't like that. Don't hit me. I'm not going to get a hit anyway. What are you hitting me for? Also, back to relaying the message. It's also, I don't love when the parent stays by any stretch of the imagination. I kind of hate it. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes the, they'll be in there kind of just on their phone. But when, when you kind of say something that they've never heard before and it starts to work, you get, they look at you like you're a Hall of Famer. You're like, wow, that makes yeah. so much sense. You're like, listen, I know, I know. Yeah. Um, but that's I, I don't know. Like again, if they're a fifth grader and they don't care, that's when it's really hard to relay a message. But if it's a high schooler or a college kid and we're, you know, talking about it and they have a good idea of what they want to do, I think it's a lot easier. How sick of you does Brady get, your younger brother, when you try to coach him? I don't say anything to him. Oh I don't, right. I have questions. Right. I have there is no there's no way you don't say anything to Brady. No way. Ask him. Brady, does he say anything to you? Like what? Hitting wise. Like does he give you tips? Can we get, can we get Bra- come yeah. on, Brady, come over here. Yeah, Brady, get on the screen, please. Come on. Get off your hang up and hang out. No, uh yeah, he, yeah, absolutely. Okay, but in a good way, not yeah. in No, yeah, he doesn't do anything negative, really. Hmm. Unless he's mad at himself and then he takes it out on me. But. Exactly. Exactly. That's my point. That's all I needed to hear. That's my point, Zach. That's what you do. That's not true. <laughs> oh, what about Avery? Since Brady's your favorite, that's not true either. No, Avery. Avery, Avery and I don't even like Zach. Oh my! You heard wow. it here first, folks. The Hex brothers hate him. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, it was cool. Avery. Avery has really taken his career by the you know by the horns which is really cool to see he struggled a little bit um he transferred to a different program and he's kind of you know he's really honed in on the mechanics on the thought of it you know like he was he was really good in high school kind of plateaued a little bit and then you know he's really oh my gosh it's your brother hey hey jeez right you want a friend get a dog that's right that's right that's coach no. zach folks coach zach <laughs> Uh, no, I don't know. It's 
it's nice having conversations with two like guys like I was just talking about who care about their their career and their success where it's you know it's one big conversation as I said before like you know hey like I played catch with him today he was like hey what's the rotation on that you know just or anybody else was like hey I'm throwing a change up I don't care like that's what you do with me when we threw in at the compound exactly does anybody care more about their arm action as a fielder than Zach Short Oh my gosh, Avery! Uh, Avery has this thing. Dakota, you might have seen it on social media. It's like a almost like a half of baseball, and you're supposed to like spin it. I forgot what. It's, oh, it's called the clean fuego. Have you seen it? Nope. Who Our, comes up with these things? The clean fuego. No, a lot of the Astros and Dodgers use them. Well, then maybe maybe I should get involved. And they they know what they're doing. That and that and pine tar. And your spin rate, and the tighter, the tighter it spins, it's like the, the better that your ball is carrying. And I played catch with them today, and I was so frustrated because I couldn't get it to like spin like twelve to six. Mm-hmm. It was over there just. We have a special guest on the podcast. Welcome, Anthony Rizzo. Hi, Riz. Oh my goodness! Again? Yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Thanks. Wow, thanks for joining the compound. I don't. I'm not even signing up for this. <laughs> you just. You just call it the perfect time. Hello, Dakota. Hello, Anthony. Hello, Anthony. He acts like he doesn't know that we record Monday nights. I know. Hey, I appreciate. Well, I appreciate that you wanted to be with, uh, Ian is like trying to get in touch with the president. <laughs> I call can I call you uh can I call you back in twenty minutes? Maybe less? Yes, goodbye. goodbye. You go well. That was Anthony Rizzo. <laughs> what a uh what a guest. What a guest on the compound. That's a- acting like he doesn't know third. when we record. That's his third appearance. Definitely definitely our most returned guest. Yeah, he is now our officially our most returned guest. He t- overtook Dom. Sorry, Dom. That was great fun. That was great fun from Anthony Rizzo. Can we just talk real quick about uh, – I would like some free agent predictions from you guys. Seeing that the Yankees and LeMahieu are $25 million apart, which – I heard more. The, I heard more. But that's not per year, right? That's total. Total. Obviously. Yeah. I, I mean, if I'm the Yankees, I'm saying I'll give it to you. Like, you're – you're one of the best right-handed hitters in baseball right now. Not even sign anybody else either. It's like just bring them back. You know, what I think it is. I that guy's got to make twenty million a year. It, I, I would. I would imagine my thought process went to my guess is they're offering him like one fifty, and he wants one seventy-five. That's my guess. I think, and I think they're probably at like four for. 120 and he wants five for 150 something like something yeah. where they're one year they they don't want to give him the extra year to get him to age like 38 or whatever mm-hmm. and he, that's where the 25 or 20 million difference is coming how how does this take so long like how like both sides kind of know what they want why can't they like i don't know how to explain what i'm saying like because tra- the time because the timeline they don't need to decide there's no end to free agency Right, even like a trade deadline trade, like right at the last second, like because when you put a time, like that's what the NBA does. The NBA puts a time frame when they your free agency has to stop at 
whatever. And then at the last second, it's like bang, bang, bang. That's what happens with arbitration too. Arbitration, the deadline is noon at, on January 15th. So no deals get done until that morning. And then like they, there's a dead period of like five hours after 12 o'clock and deals get done in the dead period after because they just compress everything to the end of the time limit. If you wanted free agency to move quick, just put a date on it. Say it has well, to be I done think, by this date and everybody would freak out. I think the signing of LeMahieu thing and like free agents is why should LeMahieu settle when he could be like, oh, well, maybe the Boston Red Sox will come right. in and, offer, and give me that deal. So he's like, we don't need to rush it. Like somebody will said, probably give me this money. I saw he said today that like, I don't know if it was him or his team. They said, yeah, well, you know, we're $25 million off. We're going to start looking what other teams have to say, mm-hmm. which is like, yeah, duh. And I feel like at deadlines, it's teams probably have offers on the table. And then like as the deadline approaches, they're waiting to see if they can get anything better, waiting, right. wait, waiting. And then it's like, okay, we'll take it. I, I just think it's crazy. It's like you'll ask somebody or you'll hear like, yeah, I haven't heard anything in two days. It's like, how? Like, what are they doing? Yeah. Well, I mean, and it's also right now there's not a rush because uh, I mean, yeah. when you sign them, like you still have a month until you even see them. Right. I get it. And the, the cost certainty point where they don't know how much they're going to have to pay guys in arbitration. So know how much money they're going to have. I think you're going to get either Bauer or Springer, if not both. By them, them signing McCann and not signing Real Muto show that they're going after one, if not both. My prediction is Bauer goes to the Angels. I think the Angels say we have Mike Trout, we have Shohei Otani, we have uh, Anthony Rendon. We need some starting pitching. Let's go get a top three pitcher in all of baseball. Yeah. What do you? What? How much money do you want? How long do you want it for? Let's make a run at it. We have the best player in maybe Ever. the history of baseball. Ever. 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 Right. Yeah, they need they think, need a they need a top of the line rotation guy. I think you got to go all out because Trout's what thirty now, twenty nine. I think it's time you just say, mm-hmm. all right, like they got Rendon last offseason. Now it's like, all right, let's go get some pitching. Let's throw everything we got out there. Yeah, see, they missed on they happens. missed on Cole, and now they have to go. They have to go get something. And if it's a trade, and it's somebody else, but they have they have to go get somebody. Ian, where's your friend? Uh, where's your friend John Lester going? Inside source, inside source. Ian Happ, folks. I don't know. Where's your prediction? Hopefully, hopefully, back to the Cubs. What my prediction? My actual prediction is he resigns. Yeah, I Ian? will. I will also predict that because. It would make me the happiest. That's not even just like wishful. I actually think like that's where he's going to go. Is Schwarber still going to the Yankees? There's no room in the outfield for him. <laughs> They'll make you make room. There's room for 45 homers. That's true, though. There is actually negative room because they have Aaron Hicks, Stanton, Judge. Uh, if they resign Gardner for one more year, like who knows? Those guys are all because Hicks signed a long term deal, Stanton's got that long ass deal. Judge is going to get a long deal. Yeah, or they're going to have to let him walk in two. They still have two years, right? I don't know how you could let Aaron Judge walk, but I, yeah, you're right. They could. I don't think. I don't think to let him walk. He's that's their that's their guy. Mm-hmm. Who would you rather have for that team? Would you rather have DJ LeMayhew or Aaron Judge? All right, that's not fair. Come on. <laughs> no, honestly, honestly, I'm honestly taking Judge. LeMahieu, because you have so much power. I and don't, don't. This is not taking anything away from Aaron Judge, but wow. LeMahieu helps. Dakota says Aaron Judge is overrated. Oh, because LeMahieu helps your team at the top of the lineup 
so much. And not that Aaron Judge doesn't help you at two slash three in the order, but you have Stanton, you have Hicks. If Sanchez bounces back, you have Glaber Torres, you have Andujar, you have Gio Urshela. Like, do you say Luke unbelievable? Like, they have Luke Voigt. Yeah, forgot about Luke Voigt. Twenty something homers. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you have to pick one, I think Lemayhew helps more because if you take Lemayhew out, you have a lot of power hitters that might not hit for the highest of averages, and you don't really have like a table setter in DJ Lemayhew at the top. I mean, you have Glaber, but He's kind of a power guy now, too. I think DJ LeMahieu in that ballpark, in that lineup, is irreplaceable. I agree. When when it, the best Yankees teams in the last decade have had the best top of the order. Mm-hmm. Because of one person and one person only. Exactly. Nope. Derek Jeter. But, I'm just LeMayhew's a table setter and he's like he's the perfect guy for that ballpark. I think he's I think he's you you pay the man whatever he wants. That's what and I think it will come down when it gets down to it, they'll be like, All right, like we need this guy back. Like he's special. We should talk real quick about our friend of the pod, Joel Damon, took on the uh four play uh podcast, Barstool podcast guys out at Mesa CC. Um We played there. And- the, I had a little bit of an inside scoop, but I'm excited to see the video when it comes out. Ian, you've played with him there. He shot pretty well that day. Yep, yep. He he plays well at that course. I I think the Barstool guys are going to be out there for all the spring training, so maybe we can set something up, have a little round of golf, a little compound verse. Oh, right. Zach. Uh, uh. Ooh, Zach, you can get a couple of days off, right? Come out, come uh, out a couple of days early, huh? What I was going to say is, you know, it's going to be sick. Like the golf season is technically over, or for the rest of the year until January. But next week, Tiger and his son play. Tiger, is it this weekend or next weekend? I think it's this coming weekend. I think it is this coming weekend. Tiger and Charlie Woods against. How and playing, in the world is that going to work? They're playing with Justin Thomas and Mike Thomas. Because I think it's like alternate shots. I think it's a shamble. I think it's like a two tee balls. You get to pick the tee ball and then you do alternate shot on the way in. I wonder whose tee ball they'll use every time. <laughs> but. Charlie probably gets to play from the forward, forward tees. Yeah, he's definitely playing from as close as it gets. He's I guess if I lost to them. That's not fair. Well, the thing is, so you go alternate shy after that. Like, that's so sick. Like, Tiger giving his son a read on the greens. I dare you not to listen to him, Charlie. You're walking home. Have you seen video of Charlie's swing? Yeah. Dude, he's he more so pure. He's better than you. Way better. Justin Thomas was saying that Charlie talks shit to him all the time. I love that. Hey, he learns from the best. Hey, Ian, how about you send a send a DM to your friend Justin? Yeah, see what he says. I'm gonna talk. I'll I, talk to Riz. I'm gonna call Riz. That's it's actually Riz's friend. Justin, to be honest, I couldn't. I couldn't play with. I'd be too nervous. No, I'm saying to have a conversation with him on, on the on the compound. Yeah, I'd be nervous. Shut up. He's the he's a top three player in the world behind Tiger and DJ. He's a great guy. Tiger, still number one. You heard it here first. Big JT fan. Yeah, you. I love him. I I started. I fell in love with him at the uh, Presidents Cup, or was it the Ryder Cup when he was paired with Tiger? President. Presidents Cup. I think it was Presidents Cup. Presidents. Because this was supposed to be Ryder. Yeah, yeah. When I say Parsa, you say Rum. Rum. He didn't say it yet. Oh, Parsa. Rum. Oh. <laughs> uh. uh the the shirts are out. Go to Obvious Shirts to get the shirts. Really excited about the shirts. 
That's probably my favorite shirt we've had so far. It's definitely my favorite shirt we've had so far. No question. Correct. Yeah. And I think if you buy a shirt, you might as well buy a bottle with it. And when you buy a bottle, you're also planting a tree in Columbia. So, ever heard of that? I'll save in the planet. Ever heard of it? Look it up. That, I think uh, we should. We're gonna. We have a couple more episodes before we're gonna take a break for Christmas. This is just a warning for everybody. So our last episode of the year is next year or next next, next week, week is our last episode of the year. And then we're going to mm-hmm. take the 28th off and then, or the 20, I guess it's 29th technically. So then the, we'll be back on the fifth, but guess next week to end the year. It's possible. Where's maybe Susan we'll, uh, maybe we'll see if Steven Seuss is back from the Dominican. Where's Justin Thomas? I mean, we'll maybe, if, maybe we get Rizzo again. Who knows? Maybe we get Rizzo to call in again. Who knows? All right. But just remember that every bottle of Parse Hammer and Pentatree, just remember that. Like, subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe. We haven't asked you to unsubscribe or resubscribe in a while. So, Dakota? We would like it very much if you would like, subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe, and then do that all over again times 10. And then rate five stars and break your fingers. Hey, yeah, if you break your finger, it's cold outside. You can sit inside. You're not missing anything outside. And it's cold outside. You can put it out in the snow. It'll heal the bone quicker. Yep, he's on to something. What about screen time? Genius, screen time right now. Go. Oh, it's loading. I'm scared. Ooh, mine's not bad today. 329. Let's go. It's a good Ooh. day. 533. Oh, Ooh. Okay, Pete. 335 for me. Let's go, winner, baby. That I haven't good, won in a long time. Good screen time out of you, Dakota. I'm, still pro- I'm proud of myself. That's um, episode whatever number it is. Over 40 because we already have 40. So. 41. 40. 40. 42, 42, 42, 42 of the compound podcast. Definitely not coming to life in the compound. Presented by Parse Rum. Go get a bottle of Parse Rum at Benny's. Go buy a, uh, when I say Parse, you say rum shirt off obvious shirts. Like, subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe. subscribe.